Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Pillowfort Pub. Uh, my name is Anime Flux. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my cohort, His Act. Hello. And uh, today we've got a returning guest, Jang Shi. Welcome back. Hey. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's good, I heard him. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I'm here, I'm here, hopefully. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, we have we've had some technical difficulties today, but I think we're I think we're good to go. Uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Um, we're having you on today to talk about your your latest and greatest, uh, which is the release of your new game, uh, My Breast Friend Sally. Haha, <laughs> puns. <laughs> you get it? It's like yeah, best, it's, it's, but it's with a an it's R. a ridiculous pun. But I'm it's proud. Like, I'm proud of it. It's it's like <laughs> dyslexia for the mouth. Yeah, it's it's actually honestly like I I kind of mess up saying it all the time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I I honestly everyone just says breast friend because it's just better that way. Yeah, or, or just Sally or whatever. MBF. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's that's usually best. It's hard to say fast, but look, yeah. a good a good dad pun is like, you know, you got to hold on to that. I, I loved the, the one Flux came up with. What did I? Come oh up with? yeah, the tagline. What did I come up with? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't even remember uh, because it o- it's only on the cover art. I, I actually uh, have to look at it's, it. It's an utterly lewd adventure. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like that. yeah. The farm right. pun. Yeah, utterly. yeah, yeah. The farm pun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, utterly. Uh, Good pun. Yeah. So when is your game coming out? What's the um, it is definitely coming out at the end of this month. And worst case scenario, depending on how uh, Steam reviews go um first first week of october but we're definitely shooting for september 30th and uh, awesome. as, of, as of now that looks like that's gonna happen um steam awesome. the steam review process is is uh, magical so you know depending on <laughs> you know depending on the steam fairy uh you know it, depending on 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 little tiny little things um you know we may have to push it but uh right now we're we're sticking to september 30th so sweet um yeah. What kind of game is it? Um, so it's a visual novel. Uh, so I'll give a little bit of backstory of like why it is a visual novel. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think visual novels are hit or miss. Like they can be cool, uh, they can be lame. Um, Agreed. It kind of depends on the writing, the the voice acting, the you know all the bells and whistles, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, my kind of thing here was uh, I wanted to make a game pretty much all by myself. Uh, just to force myself to like learn how to really go through this process and really only at the very end here am I using um, assistant developers to kind of get me through some of the more technical stuff that I'm not too well versed in uh, as far as like uh, you know getting it up on Steam and stuff like that Uh, but other than that I mean I've done pretty much every aspect of it so obviously since it's an army of one uh, have to keep it a little bit tame so this is a smaller game uh you know what i'm saying it's going to be a very reasonable price point um and it basically just establishes uh, some of my characters gives them a little bit of uh a chance to kind of interact with each other um it's fully voiced um so it's a really it's a cool it's a cool uh representation of my characters and introduces people to the to the to the world of uh, sally and friends and um uh, I think it came out really great. I'm really proud of it, and uh, I think people are gonna, <laughs> I think people are going to enjoy it. 
When when you, you just... say it's fully voiced, like every every single line in the game is voiced. Every single line in the game is voiced. Uh, in Holy shit! You, yeah. you mad lad. Yeah. So initially, like like a year ago, when I was kind of like beginning uh, the actual like artwork and stuff for the game after I've finished uh, writing and everything like that, I was kind of like, oh, it would be really cool to have voice acting. Um, but it was kind of a thing where I'm like, it was like a nice to have. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Uh, then. As I started making the game, I started realizing that since the game is completely story-driven um, and it's based on characters and stuff like that, it would just really kind of heighten the the immersion. And uh, at that point, I really decided to kind of see if that was possible. And uh, it definitely, definitely was, uh, but it was kind of a tentative feature. And then it became like kind of a main feature i mean I, I feel like it would be a totally different experience without that and the fact that it is fully voiced is like uh and well voiced by the way obviously it's not just <laughs> it's not just uh knocked on my neighbor's door and was like hey <laughs> shout into this microphone hey, Jimmy, uh, yeah, no, it's, no they're well voiced um we have um lady lustria and miss moonified and and friends uh and it's it's really well done so i'm i'm really happy and Halfway through any game project, you kind of get a little bit like it's a little bit uh, daunting. You're like, shit, I have to finish this whole damn thing by myself. Um, having the voice act actors kind of go to town on it completely reinvigorated my my excitement for the project. Like hearing the the lines that you wrote like come to life, it like completely was like a new project. Like I, awesome. I had totally new. Um, I don't know. Like, you, obviously, you go through periods of like a little bit of doubt halfway through. You're like, "Oh man, am I going to be able to finish this?" Like when I said, "I'm going to be able to finish this by," it's a lot of work. Then when you start to see it really come together, you're like, "Oh wow, this is a, this is cool. This is like a thing." Uh, becomes like when it becomes real, it kind of lights a little bit more of a fire under your butt. So it's really cool to collaborate with others for that reason. Like I feel like if I didn't collaborate with anybody else, um, it may have been a little bit more of a drudgery to like get every single bell and whistle in there. But when you get that kind of feedback midway through development, especially from other people who are excited about it, I think that that's, that's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. That, yeah. I love that. I love collaborating. Yeah. When it's, when it's good, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Shitty collaborating is nothing. <laughs> I mean, that could be, could be terrible, but uh, that's, you, yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta find collaborators who are like-minded and who uh are into what you're doing yeah it's hard for me to find that because i got some weird kinks yeah um <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like jet i feel like generally most people are cool yeah. uh to work with i think it's like you know every once in a while you get someone who's just not very agreeable or doesn't work well on a team the worst is when you have somebody who's excited to work with you but they don't work well on a team but they don't know that oh yeah that's that like they they like the idea of it and they want to help you but they kind of drop off the face of the earth they're not good at communicating like that can happen and sometimes it's it's or they're just inexperienced just, or they try to know. take over the whole project well that i mean i've run into that that would hmm. not fly with me but you know that that would be kind yeah. of silly and my from my particular standpoint only because i did everything from the ground up so it would be yeah. like, really silly if someone was like this is mine now i'd be like <laughs> bro what sure? bye <laughs> um, can you talk more about the like the story and the characters at all like what's yeah, the sure 
Yeah, um, tell us about so, the theme and everything. Uh, there's, there's different kinds of world building. Like, you have your Lord of the Rings world building, which is, like, ridiculous, like, minutia and just endless babble about every single detail and backstory. I'm of the other school of thought, which is, I guess, called soft world building, where it's, like, you don't over-describe, you just have the characters interact and... Uh, people basically can get the gist of of uh, what what the characters are about based on their their actions and the interpersonal relationship. So it's not very um, it doesn't have like thirty flashbacks and doesn't show each character's origin story or any of that. It just it shows <laughs> it's just like a day in the life of uh, Sally and that it has a little bit of sidebarring for some of the other characters. So obviously Sally is the main character. Um, another thing is that, uh, the game's perspective is not, I mean, obviously with like visual novels, you can have, you can do all kinds of things, right? You could have like the player is assuming the role of a character and characters are interacting with, uh, the, the, the player. Uh, in this case, Sally will break the fourth wall and talk to the player, but the player is not really, um, uh, the player is more of like an observer of what's happening. So it has a more voyeuristic type of feel to so it. So it's not POV. It's, it only is when Sally talks to the player. But Sally is okay. kind of the only one talking to the player. And the other characters don't really realize so, that. Something we haven't mentioned yet. And I'm just going to mention it in case whoever's listening to this doesn't know. Um, this is a hentai game, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there will, there will so be... Fun. There will be yeah. sex and fun, fun, yeah, sexy yeah, yeah. times. Yeah, uh, yeah, Well, we should probably back it up and just say that this is a this is a adult game. Um, yes, it's going to be released on Steam. And, I thought everyone um, assumed that <laughs> they probably. Yeah, let's let's just say they don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's just say they don't know. Uh, it's kind of um, genre wise. I mean, I, I it's not uh, in a hard genre, but I'd say that uh, it's a kind of a slightly comedic, kind of uh, light hearted uh, type of story, and it has a fantasy farm. Um, type of context you have uh, human animal hybrid characters um, and you have human characters and uh, the basic gist of the world is that um, the entire game takes place on a farm and uh, the owner of this farm has several people working for him as farm hands and he also has uh, certain uh, characters like Sally um, who are human animal hybrids and they're basically like farm animals but they also uh, serve other purposes on the farm um, <laughs> in this world uh but they uh in this world it's kind of like uh a little bit light-hearted take on the on uh, pet play and stuff like that so it's kind of like if you're into that kind of vibe i wouldn't say that this game is like uh, a full anthro game or something like that it's definitely not i mean it, it definitely is more of um uh I guess if like you're a, into like uh, if you're into like cosplay, like a cat, like, like a cat girl, Necromania yeah, I mean like cat stuff. girls yeah. and cowgirls and stuff like that. Uh, more on the human side of things. I know that probably might disappoint some players, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they'll you get know, over I, it. I think that it's you'll get over it. I think that it's uh, <laughs> it's well done at the very least. Um, yeah, the, the game is basically mostly from Sally's perspective. There are some there are some side stories uh, for uh, other characters. Um, this game does have a cat girl, uh, so if you're into that, uh, Ava is a character who is who is featured. Um, uh, this is kind of my first game entry, uh, 
and I think that I picked the right size project for my first game, and I'm glad that I did because doing stuff on your own is kind of tough, uh, but it's just yeah. a learning experience, and I'm pretty happy with uh, how it came out. Uh, and obviously, later, there's going to be bigger and better things. So how, it's uh, just a taste. If, if it's okay to ask, how, how long has it taken from start to finish? Like, how long did this whole project take? Um, so the project when I started it was small, even smaller. It was it didn't feature other storylines and, and side characters. It was very much focused on Sally and um, her like uh, flirting with uh, the Jimmy character and stuff like that. And it didn't mm. it was gonna it was gonna mention other characters, but it wasn't really going to uh, feature them heavily. I decided that um, the variety was best to mix it up. Uh, but I had to figure out how to do that in a way that didn't break the bank, quote-unquote. Sure, yeah. Um, so I decided to keep the main storyline, Sally and Jimmy, but then also, instead of just glancing over the other characters, give them a little side story, give them a little bit of depth and like interaction with some of the other characters so you can see um, how they relate to one another, which gives the characters a, like kind of a, a suggested backstory. Um, so I started the game kind of with the mindset that I wanted to do it in six months. Mm. Um, <laughs> but then like about five months, six months in, um, even though I'm pretty good with like preventing myself from spiraling into like a scope creep and, you know, and just keep a and adding things and adding things. I kind of did a calculation based on how long it takes me to like do CG scenes and how long it takes me to uh, do features and stuff like that. And I was like, well, a couple more months and I could maybe double the value of the game by having like little side stories. So I started going in that direction. Um, and then that basically pretty much doubled the development time. But I I, I want to say like the actual hard, like we're in production, took about a year and change. So hmm. that for one person, that's not, I don't consider that to be that bad. No, that's not bad at all. For one person, I mean, I've done pretty much every aspect of it uh, with except just like minor code things at the very end but um mm -hmm. so i mean the biggest thing on a game is like making sure that your imagination doesn't completely just spiral you into scope creep and sometimes you have to be like all right well we got to save this for the sequel because <laughs> you can't do everything in one game uh so i feel like i was successful in that but i want to say it, it took about a year and change i mean that doesn't include actually developing like the idea and some of these characters predate uh, Sally definitely, like me doodling Sally, predates the game itself. Um, yeah. My my choice to do the my choice to do the game about her and have her be the central character was based on my enjoyment of uh, imagining that world and like other characters that could be in there. And also, uh, I mean, I you know I I considered the appeal. I mean, you know, a lot of people uh, probably agree with me that cowgirls are cute. And that's sure. probably, probably a good idea. I mean, no one's going to say no to that, right? So, um, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that didn't force my hand. I mean, generally, I kind of do what, what I want to do. But um, I think for my first game, it doesn't hurt to have something that is in the is already in people's kind of um, vocabulary of, like, yeah. what, what is cute and stuff like that. So, sure. um, you know, it's just fun to draw. I mean, if you're going to draw 30 CG scenes or something, you better really... You really like, like what you, what you do, I mean, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the fact that I, I gauged that very correctly. I didn't get too fatigued. 
Good. Like I was Good. still trying to find the fun in each scene, and even at the end when I was trying to grind out the, the remaining stuff, uh, it still was it was fun. It wasn't drudgery or anything like that. So you mentioned you have like your hand is in a lot of pies here as far as like each each aspect of the Ew. development. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm sorry, was that weird? <laughs> yeah. I just uh, picture, I'm sorry, I, I got a visual. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, did you... <laughs> um, Elbow did you, deep in that pies. Oh, yeah, <laughs> girl. Pies. Did you uh, Did you do any voice acting in this too? I did not. Actually, I, I was going to do, I was going to do some just because I'm like, well, you know, there, there's some extra characters here. We're going to have to like find some other people to do them. And I'm like, well, let me just bang it up. Um, uh -huh. but <laughs> quickly I realized that like, there's just too much to do. It, it's, 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 to add another thing to my plate is just suicidal. Like that's just, that's fair. Any sense. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. And also, you know, when it's your own project, you tend to get a little bit perfectionist about things, which I'm good at mitigating. Cause I know that that can go way too far and then you'll never finish anything. Yeah. Um, whole micromanaging. Like sometimes thing. you got to just put, put a. Put a put a cork in it and put it on the shelf like it's done. Right? Uh, you <laughs> know that's just that's just, yeah that's just how it is. So um, by me opening up another thing like now I'm gonna do voice acting for more than one character like that's stupid. So yeah. wait, didn't um, Flux do some? Didn't he do some? Yeah, yeah, I did a few. He did, okay. uh, and that actually right. during that exact time where I just decided, and it was kind of a little bit later, like the other voice acting was done, and I was kind of getting nervous because I had a lot to do, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't have time to do this. I just started asking around and flux was like yep that's me i'm jumping in <laughs> i'm like all right hell yeah <laughs> yeah you you could talk a little bit about that too i'd like to hear your uh because i know that you it's something that i've heard you mention like you want to get your feet wet with that stuff so i'm like well have at it oh Go sure it. yeah i mean i'm i'm by no means an expert i'm still getting my feet wet but i mean um it's something I've wanted to do for a long time, and a couple of doors have opened recently, just for you know free gigs or cheap gigs or whatever. And I just jump at them. I'm like, fuck it, yeah. I I just want to get in there. So when you said you were looking for voice actors, I was like, yeah, I don't even care what the part is. Just tell me what, tell me the lines, and and I'll give it my best shot. And I, I am I allowed to talk about the characters at all? You want me to keep that a secret? Um, uh, you can if you want. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, go too far into the like their actual uh like the plot lines or anything no like, no like, no not yeah, at all go ahead go ahead yeah. I, we, we we could do a breakdown of like just say what character in the game and yeah i did two characters uh i did one kind of a, a gruff gentleman uh big ed who i believe runs the farm right yes yeah so i i, I got to do a a couple scenes with him and um that was that was pretty interesting. I gave him one of the, one of those down home southern kind of kind of accents, but uh, I mean that's what I grew up with, so that was pretty easy yeah. to slip into. Um, yeah, and then I did a little animal character, kind of a comedic uh, side character who was sort of a narrator of sorts. Um, the little yeah. little chicken guy, yeah. But yeah, um, Milton uh, Milton the chicken was a very late addition, but I felt that like a lot of the comedic stuff in the game was working pretty well, and I but n none of the characters yeah. are really like jokester characters, so I also needed a, a character to kind of uh, be a segue to like certain other uh, things in the game, um, and I was like, well, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, I you know where I kind of got the idea. What's that? I kind of ripped it off, except it's male. But there's a there's a female talking chicken in Return to Oz. I don't know if you've ever seen Return to Oz, but oh god, oh, the yeah. scary Jim, one? Jim Henson movie from the '80s with uh, the scary one. 
yeah. It's oh, terrifying and amazing. Yeah, the, the wheelers. <laughs> the wheelers are nightmares oh, for everyone. Yeah. So, so, so in, Don't in, talk about the wheelers. So, so that movie is like closer to the uh, the actual novellas uh, of the Oz series, and it's it, it, you know uh, in in some of the books, uh, Dorothy has a talking chicken. I think her name's like Henrietta or something like that, and she's like huh. really she's really critical and bitchy about everything. And it, it's like not about anything. <laughs> Yeah. And I thought that was like really funny. Uh, so I kind of did a similar thing. Just a grumpy, like really kind of sassy character that's kind of oh, yeah. just like judges everybody on the farm, but also <laughs> knows everything because a, ch- a chicken is just around. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of a perfect excuse to have like the uh, the nosy person on the block character. Well, I so, mean, there's even the phrase when someone's being nosy and, and gossipy, they're like, oh, like a couple of clucking hens, you know, absolutely. like, yeah. Yeah. So it's a kind of play on that idea. And I think it, it, as a late addition, it, it, it's definitely hilarious. And it, it adds a little bit of uh, spice in there to some of the <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. I, I'm happy yeah. with it. Uh, it. That idea just popped in there kind of later. So uh, but I appreciate you helping out on that. Oh sure. Also, I would have been pretending uh, to to have the draw, the southern draw, uh, probably (laughs) decently, but I feel like it's better for someone who knows what that's about. Also, I'd like to point out something that I'm going to go out on a limb and say I have maybe the only hentai game in existence that has characters with southern accents, American southern accents. I know that's Hmm. that seems silly to point out, but. I mean, that might be a draw for some people. That might, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Well, it's relatability kind of is certainly a big thing in games. Um, so, you know, for anybody who's actually grown up around that or lives around that, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's not something that I I grew up with necessarily, but I think mm-hmm. that it's, in a way, it's kind of fun for me to dabble in that kind of context because it's not something I'm familiar with. I know it's, it's slightly like a, exotic. It's not even exotic. It's just, it's different. Like, you know, I'm kind of a city guy. So for me, it's like, it opens up kind of more possibilities for, for these characters. Plus, you know, Sally is a cowgirl. So, um, yeah. you know, uh, it make it makes sense just expanding and playing with that idea. Also, Ed as a character, I was not going to have in at all, at all. I was going to have him just mentioned by all the characters. So then the player is like, who's this Ed guy? He like runs things. <laughs> uh, but then I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's just throw him in. Uh, so again, that was kind of a late, decision i wasn't really going to show him outside of his scene um but i did throw him in there it's it's a cool side character i feel like he's he's in there briefly but he has a i I, there's a lot more i could do with that character and and stuff like that in the future so um he'll definitely pop up again cool that's awesome Um, um go ahead hizzy I kind of feel like we covered everything on my list of things to ask, and I didn't even have to ask, but I do see one thing on here, and that's about the mini game. Can you talk about the mini game at all? Oh yeah, like I heard so, there was um, like some kind of mini games or something in this game. Yeah, so uh, for for an, uh, a compact uh, a compact kind of visual novel of this um, this size, where it's kind of like uh, certainly not. A, a long experience it's kind of a really high quality um shorter experience i didn't want to just have text straight through like a lot of visual novels will just get like too too wordy um and not give you any any breaks and it's it's common knowledge that it's probably good to vary up the gameplay a little bit 
Um, so then I was in the predicament where I'm like, well, I don't want to just have this be just a click through and, and not have any variety. So I decided on three different things. I decided the game can be played non-linearly. So basically you can play uh, each area of the game and interact with each character and see their stories and, and, and do different things. But it's up to you in the order that you do them. Uh, yeah, for, awesome. the most part, for the most part. So that's one, that's one thing that I did to kind of just make it a little bit looser of an experience and not force the player to just sit down and just it's not on rails basically it's not completely on rails no it it is a little bit like you can play through it a couple of different times and it's definitely going to be a little different every time um of how you want to approach it and play it uh another thing i added was point and click features so i i do like adventure games uh and i like me too i like i like them i know they're kind of old school but but i i'm one of those those people that i like those games because you can kind of take your time with it and it's it's kind of the complete opposite of like an action game, but I, I feel like those things are cool. Um, some of those elements work really good with visual novels, so I brought some of them over. There's an exploratory element to this game, a uh, lot of unlockables, a lot of extra features. Um, cool. The mini game was kind of the the cherry on top. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not a strong coder myself, but there's probably something I could do to get a game in there. I think, you know, people would think that was pretty cool if there's just a little mini game. So, yeah, I put a little mini game in there. Uh, and, of course, if you, it's, it's, it's kind of tricky uh, the first couple of times you play it. Uh, if, if there is obviously a reward for, for uh, getting past it. Um, it's, uh, most, most people that play it will recognize that style of game from another game. Uh, it's kind of like uh, a mini game that I enjoyed in, uh, in an NES game. Possibly hmm. in the Mario series, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but I think when people play it, they'll be like, oh, it's that kind of thing. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, it just breaks up the experience. I feel like the experience is kind of like uh, there's a cadence to it. And I think I thought it would just be been a little monotonous to just go straight through with it. So it's kind of there's an exploratory element. There's a lot of optional things to do. Um, yeah. Like if you're if you're just concerned with the story and experiencing the scenes and stuff like that, like that's cool. Obviously, there's like a CG gallery and there's replays you can unlock and stuff like that. But there's a whole other layer I put in there, which is like uh, secret items, Easter eggs, all kinds of stuff. So awesome. it, it, it adds a point and click element and kind of a hidden object element to some of the scenes. Excellent. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, what, would, what would you say was the hardest part about developing this by yourself? Was it drawing all the pictures because that's tedious or was it learning a new new programs or something like what do you think was uh, the most difficult and rewarding well um and or I'm, rewarding i'm not i'm not uh i'm not new to developing games um right this is this is me doing it by myself so right. based on the stuff i've learned from working on many other things i was able to avoid common pitfalls Ooh. i would say that the most common pitfall is not really nailing everything down before you start production. Like, mm. you have to know the things that you cannot live without. Like, the things that have to be in there. And then you yeah. also have to make the hard choice of the things that if things get messy or things get hairy, what can I cut but it keeps the, the spirit of what it was about? So you have to have a hierarchy of things that you're willing to do without or save for next time. And I feel like when people develop 
especially their own projects and they're by themselves, everything they make, they love, they want to share that, but they can't kill their babies, basically. They can't kill <laughs> their ideas. Like, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you just have yep. to accept that not everything you're going to think is, is possible to do in a reasonable amount of time. And actually, the longer you do a project, especially when you're by yourself and you don't have a lot of other people to re-excite you about the idea, because you, you can't peer over someone's shoulder and be like, hey, what are you working on? Like, you can't can't do that if you're by yourself. So what you have to do is you have to play mind games with yourself and keep it fresh and keep it fun. So if you plan to, to develop a game for a year, but it takes two years, you're not going to be very happy about it. Oh, yeah, that would years. demoralize you're, you're you. You're going to be demoralized. Even if you finish it, you're going to be demoralized. Yep. So the thing is, I had to do everything in my power to prevent myself from going down that route, getting things done. And basically what that means is that you have to like really outline it, plan it, Cross the T's, dot the I's. Before you even start on any final art. Like, redoing a CG scene is not trivial. It's demoralizing. No. Oh, yes. Okay? You spent like eight hours on, on a scene. And then all of a sudden you realize that it makes no sense. No! And it doesn't, you know, <laughs> or, or there's a huge continuity error. And that's so demoralizing. I, I, yeah. I am very happy to say none of the uh, CG scenes I had to redo. Now. Nice. There were stuff that I tweaked, but that's different. Didn't have to redo. I re I redid some backgrounds. I redid some things like that, but definitely did not have to redo anything so, from the ground up. So is... to touch touch a little bit on what you were just saying, like I'm I'm in the middle of development of my own thing right now, and I'm not going to go into it. But um, you're welcome to. You can. No, no, no. This is your time, bro. This is your time to shine. Thanks. I just wanted to make a quick uh, a quick um, nod to what you just said, as far as like be willing to kill your babies and be willing to change things on the fly. Like I was talking to Hizzy, uh, this is about a month back. I was discussing plot things and script stuff that I'm writing. And I was like, yeah, we're doing this and this and this. She's like, okay, cool. What about this? And we went back and forth. And then my imagination just took off and went in a tangent. I was like, Oh, Ooh, but what if I added this? And what if this and this and, and Hizzy had to stop me and be like, bro, <laughs> you are you have you are you have gone off the rails you have changed the entire genre of your story somehow like yeah. chill out and just go with what you had and i was like yeah you're probably right we should probably save that for a sequel or a dlc or something like that so yeah like you can't always do every idea you have well, you in know your what, head you, know what, you, know? you gotta have the, the mindset that all of those ideas are good and you should write them down and save them yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. There, there's a point though where you like get into actually producing assets and things that are going to be impossible to really change easily, where that yeah. stuff has to kind of go away for a while. Like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like totally. you you have other things you want to do, but you've committed to this. I mean, really, if I could just sum it up, creating a game, especially when it's by yourself and you don't have other people to kind of tell you when you've gone too far and stuff like that, <laughs> it's 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 basically an exercise in minimalism. It's basically like. I wrote this paragraph. It has three lines. Can it be done in two lines? Right. Can, yeah. can it be done in one line? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you have to realize that like strip, it's more about stripping things away, not adding. Right. Like how far can you strip it down to where it's still the thing? That's really what it is. But a lot of people think more is better all the time. And it's actually not like fluff there's a time and a place for what I call fluff. There's a time and a place for that, for embellishments. Mm -hmm. Everything can't have that, though. 
you're just going to slow it down. You're going to bore people. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? You, know, the you have funny to thing also is... be self-critical with just like, is this interesting? Is this good? Sometimes you need an outside opinion. Yeah. You, 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 sometimes you can't see what you're making anymore. The, so. the funny thing is with my project, like I'm having the opposite problem where I have everything at its most bare bones. And then when, you know, the editor is reading it or I get another set of eyes, they're like, that's a cool idea. Give me more. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, okay. But that's a good uh, problem. You know, and so like that's I a, have that's to a better it. problem to have. That's a better <laughs> problem to have. I promise. Because yeah. you can always add. Taking away is hard. Yeah, I believe Adding you. Is easy. I believe if you. you left room, if you left room, that's fine. If that's yeah. the way you want to develop, that's okay. At least you know what your like your pillars are. Like what what is unchangeable. Right, you, have to yeah. know, you have to know what the things are that if you change them, the project is basically a different project. That's right. what you really need to steer clear of. Yeah. Um, because you can't pivot 50% through development and expect that to be a nice time. That's you can't good. like change the genre of your game halfway through and expect to be happy. It, it, yeah. It's it's going to kill. So, yeah. Um, I mean, those are the, the high level. Those are the, the high level points. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything, anything else you want to talk about. Just oh. one more. Yeah. Do you have any plans for any other games? Uh, yeah, I have an archive, a backlog of a ridiculously scary amount of ideas. Yeah, like like I probably, <laughs> probably, like when I open my archive of ideas, I'm like, I don't think I could live long enough to make everything here. But that's a good problem to have. That's, ideas for me are yeah. not, they're not slowing down. It's actually like kind of sad. Because like when you, when you have a really awesome idea and you write it down in detail, I'm a person who like, I don't just like write the idea in a paragraph. I make an entire game design document over a period of like three days. And then I like forget to eat and shit. Um, <laughs> because, no, because I'm terrified that I will, while the idea is fresh, I'm absolutely mortified. Like if I just forget, like, or I, I completely lose the core of why I just got excited about that. So I end yeah. up just really writing it down. I might throw some sketches in the document, do some stuff like on a tangent, you know, and I think that's a good healthy thing to do. Um, picking projects to do at this point for me is more economical. It's like this idea is awesome, but can't do that right now. Mm. That's yeah. too, that's insane. Like who's going to help with that? Like, so really, I mean, when this game comes out, you know, we'll see what happens and we'll, I'm, I'm excited to see people's feedback positive or negative about you know it's, it's certainly imperfect nothing's perfect um and uh i game development's all about actually listening to people and and you know to you know you take it with a grain of salt but also just see what the trends are of like what people really really enjoyed uh, do people want to see more of this do people like this i can already tell you right now that the <laughs> one of the the side characters fiona is extremely popular and I knew that she would be, but she's more popular than I thought. So that might actually warrant a spinoff game. Like it, it totally could because obviously Sally is the main character, but it is not uncommon in any kind of fiction for people to really like the other characters too, just as much, if not more. So, yeah. you know, if people are raising up their little picket signs and they're like, we want more Fiona, we're probably going to at some point do that in some form. So, you know, I, a this type of game, this type of, art form is 50 percent in my eyes it's 50 percent pleasing myself but also 50 percent you know you got to give people what they want sometimes right because you're inviting them to to kind of you know in a dialogue like you know like yeah you make some art people think it's cool they they kind of 
and put their thumbs up and they, they're like more and then you're like okay and then but then obviously like you want to still please yourself and do original fresh things so it's a balance but i i definitely think that uh i'm gonna pretty much jump into another game almost immediately uh, at least cool. pre-production pre I, I mean i i have a good idea of what i want to do next i'm gonna talk to potential collaborators and we'll see if it's possible economically to do it because obviously this was fun it was a fun little exercise very happy and proud of how it came out um but i'd like to do i'd like to do a game with more features more um gamey aspects and stuff like that so sure maybe rpg elements stuff like that um uh, i'd like to do like a dungeon crawlery thing at some point maybe not next but at some point so we'll see cool man awesome i can't wait to play it yeah this sounds great. soon soon <laughs> soon tm yeah <laughs> all, right. all right well well uh for those listening uh again uh the game is called my breast friend sally it's on uh, pre-order right now on steam if i'm not mistaken uh so go grab it and um, uh if not, you can't it, grab well, it now it's coming out on the 30th yeah, but I mean, you can pre-order it. Uh, wishlist. Oh, you can wishlist, wish yeah. Or, okay, yeah, I didn't know if it was wishlist or pre-order. My bad. Yeah, you yeah, can wishlist. Yeah, if you guys are interested, anyone listening, uh, the more wishlist, the better. Um, it's definitely encouraging. Um, and uh, we look forward to kind of seeing what you guys have to say. Also, and, uh, feel free to follow the publisher and co-publisher because there's going to be lots more games coming out, not just this one. So that's Koopa Networks and Critical Bliss. And you can find those links on the Steam page of the game. My is it Koopa Networks or Koopa Studios? Koopa. Oh, you're right. It is Koopa Studios. Okay. It's on the Koopa link, Studios, though. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure people have seen a Steam page before, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, obviously Cri Critical my Bliss on Steam. Critical my Bliss fumble. on Steam is... Uh, I'm sure anyone listening to this, is not a, that's not a foreign term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, even if you don't know it, you've probably played some games by that publisher. So. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, All thank right, you guys. for uh, thank you for being on here and talking about stuff, dude. Oh, uh, thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, and congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, right. Well, uh, everybody listening, thank you for listening. As always, this is going to be kind of a short one. We're not going to do Q and A this time around because mostly just wanted to talk about his game. So, uh, join us next time. I have no idea who we'll have on here, but uh, might might just be me and Hizzy. We'll see what happens. Um, I know Hizzy's working on her own project right now. Uh, I'm working on mine. Hizzy, did you have anything you wanted to add with your stuff? I talked about mine a little bit, but eh, you're doing nah. native too. No? Save it for, save it for later. <laughs> nah! <Okay. laughs> save it for later. Okay. <laughs> All right, catch you guys later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.